Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Backpack Series. Today, we are joined with Heston Russell. He is all the way in Australia. Uh, Heston, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself, man? Cool. Well, g'day, everyone, as we say. Um, yeah, my name's Heston. I've known Sam from our time in LA with Barry's. Uh, I live here in Sydney. Uh, a little bit quick about me. Um, Grew up here in Australia, spent most of my adult career in the military, 16 years in the Army, nine of those in Special Forces. Left that to partner and bring Barry's Boot Camp here to Sydney uh, and Singapore. Uh, and now I work for a veterans charity called Swiss 8. That's all about providing a proactive approach to mental health. That's that's awesome. Do you, uh, I mean, speaking of Swiss 8, because I know that's what you do right now, uh, can you tell me a little bit about it and why you do that? Absolutely. So Swiss 8 uh, is a charity that's formed two years ago. And basically in Australia, we have a problem where we've lost more um, military men and women to suicide in the last 10 years than we have on operations overseas. And unfortunately, this is the same actually, particularly in the US and the UK. So we went about developing an app um, because everyone's on technology these days Mm. that provides people with eight pillars that they can basically select from each day, including fitness to structure their day with a routine because as soon as we lose a routine, we start to lose our way and anxiety and depression starts to creep in and help them to every day follow a routine that's proven to mitigate things like anxiety and depression before they hit in um, because you probably know most mental health tools these days are reactionary. You've got to ask for help. This is about helping people every single day before they get to that point. Then all of a sudden, we realise that COVID-19 has put everyone in the circumstances of anxiety, depression, uncertainty, isolation. Yeah. So we're working around the clock um, to really get it out to as many people in the world as we can, not just veterans. No, that's important. I mean, that was been, that's been one thing I've been talking about with a lot of people. And speaking of COVID happening and how beneficial this is, like, for example, all the things that you were just saying about how it's benefiting the vets and everything, and now you're reaching out to everybody else. Um, how have you been handling with COVID and being locked in? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I have this sort of saying that, during my military career, when we were going on deployments, you know, I would go six months overseas uh, without any drinking, without any sex, without any social media. Um, I'm kind of back on deployment, uh, except <laughs> I'm here at home with my little puppy. And to be honest, the world has sort of decluttered everything. You know, all those distractions, whether it's going out on the weekend, you know, I own investment properties, um, all these sort of things, all that is just debt cleared away. I can't do anything about it. And instead of me struggling personally, the thing is, we're all struggling together, so I actually have more clarity and focus than I've had in a long time. That's 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 amazing. I think that's been like the same thing for myself. Is I feel like even in this time, you kind of it if you can embrace it, it opens you up to a lot of other things. Um, it really helps us focus on what we derive value from. You know, we talk about our own culture, our own purpose, our own values, and it's what we sort of default back to. What is important? All those sort of luxury items are taken away, and we're sort of back down to our exposed core of what makes us tick yeah no definitely um getting a little bit deeper into what you were just saying have you learned anything about yourself in this time like being being at home um yeah for sure i mean first and foremost it's really helped me to refocus on my own self-discipline my own motivation i'm actually really motivated by others like my love language is acts of service and i'm a better person i'm doing things for others but when I'm actually alone by myself, it's very easy for me to sort of lose my motivation and lose my way, even in my fitness and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake's over in LA, so it's just me and the puppy back here. Um, and it's really taught me to really knuckle down and focus on setting and maintaining my routine. 
and even sort of asking people to help me be accountable, check in, you know, ask me if I've done a workout today, make sure they take me to the park when I go for a walk, things like that. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I didn't know that you were by yourself, by the way. I Like, that's crazy. Like, I mean, that's crazy for anybody who's by themselves right now because I think there's a lot that you're discovering or a lot that you're having to face and I, having somebody to talk to or having something like with what you guys have to help people get in touch really helps. Um, yeah. With Swiss A, Swiss A or anything else that you've been doing, did you have any other plans before COVID hit? And since then, have they been affected? Oh, yeah. The day sort of – so I uh, got back from the U.S., what was it, four weeks ago now, straight into two weeks of self-isolation as is our government <laughs> policy. Yeah. And the next day, the sort of primary funding for us as we're a charity got pulled um, by the major company because all of a sudden they got hit by it. Um, oh. The properties that I was selling, all of a sudden I had to default on the loans because I couldn't pay those. Um, so it's completely financially, COVID-19 has just turned me completely upside down. But having said that, removing any of that financial burden, because I just realized I can't deal with it, um, has opened up everything else in between. And there are sort of golden apples of opportunity running around everywhere. Because like I was saying to you before, all of a sudden, even in the personal and business world, the the baseline's been flattened, you know. You don't actually need a lot of money at the moment to innovate, to look for opportunities, to be able to reach out and help people. And the more that you're investing in people and human capital at the moment, the, the greater the dividends you're receiving. So I'm actually doing a lot helping in my local community. Um, I work with and own like a juice shop across the road and just working with the local team to really help and innovate uh, and do what we can. It's been honestly so much more value for me being able to focus on the personal side of the house instead of the financial side of the house. Yeah. Um, I mean, with, with what you were just saying too, do you have any other new ideas that have come to your head with all the new stuff that you've been doing? <laughs> I mean, so many, but the best thing is, so again, leading back to Swiss aid, there are eight pillars. It's like fitness, nutrition, mindfulness, sleep, personal growth, development, self-discipline, um, minimalism. And within each of those pillars, there's actually almost, uh, individual business ideas. Even on our app, there are individual content segments that we get people, influencers and all that to stream content to, to provide every day. So there's sort of like that's such a broad area through which I'm able to reach out to people and bring the best in the business together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was sort of like a one to two year plan for the app. But all of a sudden, with it now getting out to everyone, our ability to create the new content is so key and important. So we're in overdrive and just being able to, I might be alone here, but things like this makes us so connected. And I'm literally on calls and Skypes and Zooms like all hours of the day. And it's so great being so connected. No, I think that was one note I've I've taken in from a lot of talks was one saying, um, it's crazy how spread apart we've become in a way, like with how everybody's kind of stuck at home or just the distance that we have. But yet we're also the closest anybody's ever been all over the entire world at the same time. That's the beautiful thing. Like, I mean, I put my, we have this app called House Party. I just put it on and talking to your friends the whole time. But particularly for me, it's really expanded our international. Like, even like this, you know, um, first and foremost, most people don't understand different time zones. It gets frustrating. (laughs) But I haven't spoken to more friends in America and the UK and Europe before in my life, Um, just through things like this and the opportunity to actually reach out. Yeah. I mean, learning the digital world myself, I usually avoid it. Now I'm just embracing it. I, I feel like everybody has to. It's almost like those those times in like in any era where there's some sort of change that everybody has to adapt. And if you don't adapt, it's kind of like you fall behind. 
it's evolution 101. You become the woolly mammoth and you die out. We are now innovating and evolving all together. Yeah. Um, with with that stuff said, and Swiss A having such a big uh, impact, and same thing like with you is fitness. How did you get pulled into fitness after all the years in special forces and bouncing around? Like, how did you find fitness? So, I mean, fitness found me. I mean, my fitness story sort of began, I was always good at sports uh, as a kid, um, but that wasn't so much fitness. In high school, I like, I got fat. I got like obese, man. I was not a fat kid at school. I was the fat kid at school. And for once, I started having to focus on fitness for like physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I grew up in a sort of army family and always progressed that way. And then throughout my military career, I really started to learn how important fitness was in preparing your mind and body um, and your emotions for your mission, essentially, because the body carries your heart and your brain. And particularly in my job in the military and then in special forces, I was an officer. My job was to plan and lead. Uh, and the fitter on like some very you know physically arduous tasks, four deployments to Afghanistan, one to Iraq, and each one taught me that. The more prepared I was in my personal fitness, the less I had to worry about pains and the strains and the more I could focus on the clarity and the mission at hand. Mm-hmm. So for me, fitness is just so pivotal to keep all of this regulated so as this and this can perform to its best. Wow. No, I, like, I like that answer. I think the, with, with you being somebody as driven as you are, and you spoke a little bit earlier as well, being kind of like you used the five love languages, I'm assuming, right? When you found out your your acts of love and <laughs> being said. The acts of service, which um, is, I think, a great thing with anybody in fitness. But what outside of that being like a motivator for you to, to for whatever it is that acts of service motivate you, what else like motivates you to get off the couch and actually move, especially like now and or anybody who hasn't really moved? What, what would be something? Yeah, that's good. And I have to tell you, like, to be honest, particularly at the moment, I am that person that usually shifts in the, the um, pendulum as far as my productivity and laziness, anxiety or depression. So yeah. particularly at the moment where there's so much to go on and like I guess you relate it to people in the corporate world when they're so busy with work, fitness and nutrition is actually one of the first things that gets pushed out. Um, and unfortunately, like that really can't be the case because from what working out does in releasing your endorphins through to just maintaining a healthy body, healthy mind, healthy emotions, it's just so important. So at the moment, I am really having a focus on setting myself a routine. And if I don't work out in the morning, it just gets pushed throughout the day. And by the time I'm going to go work out tonight, it's going to be pathetic and half-assed. And you would know yourself the energy you sort of get from working out in the morning. If it's a yoga class or if it's like doing bicep curls here in your yeah, yeah. bedroom, riding around town, it's just so key and important. So motivating me at the moment is actually just knowing how much more productive I am when I work out in the morning and literally setting myself as the must-achieve mission to work out in the morning. And then, to be honest, man, I'm really getting on um, in the evenings when I get on my social media and having a look at some of the, like, fit, ripped, jacked, super fit people who are, like, doing these great home workouts and just inspiring me with new cool things that I want to try out. Because I get, I must admit, I get sort of bored in my fitness pretty quick. And that variety is so key. And I really do get motivated by seeing others like putting some cool things together. I'm looking great while doing it, sort of inspiring me to do so as well. You know, with with a lot of cool things. So one thing that always hits my head when somebody says that, I think of this guy who I love to follow on Instagram. His name is Joe Aesthetics. 
but he connects wow. aesthetics with the letter E from his first name. So it's J O E and then aesthetics. But yes. one of the things I learned at the beginning of COVID was he took his leg and he kind of made like a figure four sitting down and he put his hand underneath his leg and used his leg as a curl. So it's kind of like he was stretching his leg and actually and using I, your own weight. Like as because yes. I was thinking before, I was like, man, how can you hit your bicep? if <laughs> You're going to do like a body weight curl. Like at the beginning, nobody had anything. Um, but outside so of like, one of my girlfriends at the moment getting me some, um, she's a great yogi. She's giving me some yoga poses. You can sort of do like at your desk or with your laptop. Um, cause I don't know about you, man, but at the moment, like my back and shit is hurting sitting in Blake's <laughs> lovely designer chairs, working at a computer. Like it's, it's painful. Eh? <laughs> it does. That's why I learned like a lot of people who do accounting and stuff. They have really nice chairs at home that they, they sit on like, they spend the money on a nice chair because that does affect you. Oh, um, I agree. <laughs> all, I, the, uh, all the stand-up desks and office chairs are like sold out or on back order here in Australia. It's no, crazy. No, everybody's getting the homework. Home gym equipment and now um, ergonomic office furniture is like sold out. Unfortunately, our little island is trying to produce more. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, it's like waiting on shipping. And that's, that's, that's a mission right now. Um, besides the physical gains that you've gotten from fitness, what personal growth have you, have, have you received? Um, huge man. So culture and community, um, you would know yourself like the fitness community. And to be honest, that's why I sort of in deciding to leave the military and transitioning to Barry's, I actually like sort of came across that fitness family, that collective body of people who were motivated by fitness. Um, and in doing so, like enjoyed each other's company. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of all of my friends and family these days sort of revolve around fitness just because it is so important in my life. Um, and, you know, just how much being fit enables you to live a, a full and happy life and, you know, emo- regulating your emotions and everything else like that. So fitness to me is just actually more so about a lifestyle and a culture. Um, there's definitely the aesthetics of the house. We all like to look good on the beach in summer. Like, don't get me wrong, being a fat kid, I love to be able to celebrate my body now. Um, but it really is that community piece. Um, I need to engage with others. I'm extroverted in that way. And fitness is one of the best ways for me to enjoy that. Because as you would know, fitness is a great leveler. Like it doesn't matter if you're a supermodel or if you're a person from down the street, like a push-up is a push-up, a squat is a squat. Yeah. You know, all in this together with fitness. I love how it brings everyone down to a level playing field and you literally get out what you put in. Yeah. I, I That's really what it is. Like I think it's the... When I was first watching some of those videos that people were putting up, whether it be free or not, the main thing that they would say, because a lot of people weren't using Zoom or they weren't using some of these other ones, like using Instagram Live, you can't see the other person on the other end. So kind of what I know a lot of the various UK trainers were saying when I watched those uh, stories out here was kind of like, you know, you get what you put out of it because they're in there, they're doing the workout themselves. But at the end of the day, it's it's kind of like you said, it's your own self-motivation. This is the time you got to listen to your what you got to push yourself with. Um, yeah, well, but outside of some of the trainers now uh, having to work out and do the exercises while instructing, they're like, oh my God, I'm out of breath. <laughs> Look, I trained myself before because I, I teach at another fitness studio as well. And I got to create essentially my own hit class. But in it, I yeah. call it, I called it hit flow because I wanted it to, it was, my background was from Barry. So I learned like how to do, kind of a 12 minute round, explain that. And then from there, I was like, well, we're just going to focus. I like using kettlebells. And now I realized within the first couple of weeks when I started that 
I was dead teaching the class and working out with them and being like, all right, I can't really, I, I had to start counting reps and just stay with everybody. Like, here we go here. Okay. Take a breath. But really like it's in the inside. I need the break guys. I need the break. My mom, when I was a kid, like five or six years old, my mom was an aerobics instructor. Yeah. And she would like wake up in the morning and watch Oz aerobics and then go and like teach it. You know, they're out the front, like with the mic on and she's sitting here giggling these days, watching all these uh, instructors who, you know, through things like barriers, you, you get to sort of instruct and do your thing, but you don't have to do like every repetition with the people. Yeah. And then now you do it and you're like, whoa, that's a slap in the face. <laughs> that's good. It keeps you fit though. Anyway, as you know. Oh no, I, I enjoy it. Um, talking talking about classes or doing stuff, is there anything that you're involved with or that you're doing that people can either get involved with or be on the lookout for coming up? Um, to be honest, I'm just getting involved with as a uh, student on a lot of the fitness stuff we're doing with the Swiss Aid app. Um, you know, every day I get on there and, and download a workout and do that. Um, yeah, people can download that app, get on there and have a look at. I mean, as you know, there's just so many great subject matter yeah. experts out there in the fitness field and it's just so important that people find what works for them because fitness is so individual. You need to find what motivates you, what inspires you, but also what like works for you as all of our bodies are so different. Yeah, no, I mean, I, the, the main thing too with how I started this was realizing how at the beginning when we were saying how far apart we are but how connected we are and I think – I've met some pretty incredible people and there's so many people who have so many different stories that you may connect with somebody on a completely different part of the world. And as we keep adapting, like you never know that you're, you're uh, what's it called? The person that you're going to be working with could be living in a different continent than you, but you vibe with them, you connect with them and then you find something that they're involved with and it grows the community in a completely different way. For sure, man. And accents are so important as well. Like, to be honest, you know, like I know the Aussie accent cuts through so well in the US and like US accents and US trainers like cut through so well in Australia and like all around the world. Like using the accents, actually mixing it in together gives such a great variety and actually helps a lot of people pay attention. That's cool. I didn't even think about that. That, I mean, it would make sense to a degree, but it's also, it's, you also have that caveat because then it's like, do people vibe with you? On the other end, because you're like, oh, that accent's a little much. No, I mean, like, so, like in, a, in Australia, we don't, like, vibe with really Aussie accents. It's sort of like nails on a chalkboard for me. But hearing, like, a U.S. accent or a British accent, like, even in my the, the fitness people I follow, it actually helps me. Yeah, that I mean, that's I'm happy you said that now, because now I'm, like, actually going to start paying attention to that and looking into that, because I think on the same page, there's times being abroad – I miss the American accent. I'm not going to lie where I'm like, man, I actually like, I took that for granted. And now you, I hear, I'm not hating on the British accent by any means. I'm just saying like, you got to miss your own at the end of the day. Um, we get it. We get it. Do you, do you have any final thoughts or things you'd like to say before we jump off? Um, no, not really, man. I think it's just great that you're doing this, man. Like the more connected we can be, the more, not distractions, but like actually informative and personal growth and development distractions and resources we have out there at the moment is so cool and just helping people put like a human face to things you know no one is like thriving through this at the moment we all have our own little struggles but just like piecemealing it out and enjoying the pieces you can and making sure that we're like going through all this with your eyes and ears open because we are literally in the once in a lifetime opportunity to like grow and rebuild ourselves our cultures our communities our societies from what's going on around here and like be the best people we can be the worst thing you can do is like, I said this before, have 
like a siege within your own house, sit on your fucking, sorry, sit on your uh, lounge watching Netflix and hope to wait this out and become a fat body. Like you need to just grasp this with both hands and make whatever opportunity you can. No, that like definitely. This is this is just the time for a lot. I mean, why I asked you the personal growth? It's a lot of time for us to really dig into ourselves. Um, yeah, Hessen, where where can people find you? What's your handles? Places you work, um, etc. Um, yeah, yeah, find me. I mean, Swiss Eight Swiss Eight org is our website. The Swiss Eight app. It's in all the Apple stores and Google stores and all that. You can find me on my personal Instagram at Heston Russell two S's two L's, um, and like that's got my link to my YouTube and all that sort of stuff. Um, Fun, playful, trying to live my life by the eight pillars of Swiss Eight. So I've got content from me playing with my dog, doing push-ups through to discussions like this and even deeper. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, reach out. I love to reply to people if they actually have any questions or want to um, have any conversations. Wow. No, thank you so much, Heston. I'm happy we got to have a conversation. Yeah, man. It's been a while. I loved it. <laughs> it was great, man. Thank you so much for coming on, and I will talk to you soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Sam. See ya.